I don't want the fear of what other people may think, the fear of embarrassment, control me into a decision that will lead me into living in regret. Welcome back to another episode of The Anxious Creative. This episode is brought to you by My Crazy Weekend and Losing My Voice. If we haven't met already, my name is Dawn Bradley and I have been a multi-six-figure hairstylist, educator, and I went from being overworked, overwhelmed, anxious, and self-employed to still being self-employed, but not overworked and anxious. I landed myself in the ER with a stress-induced panic attack in 2016 that nearly took my life. And now I'm committed to helping you avoid that exact thing with this podcast, bringing you encouraging words, inspiring guests and messages to help you come overcome all the adversities that you face being anxious and creative in this world. So if you haven't heard recently in the last few episodes, I am having a giveaway. And so all you have to do as a listener is leave a review for the podcast and leave your Instagram handle or your name on the review. And once a month, the first one of each month, I will be announcing a winner. And today is the lucky day. So you have to listen to the podcast to know if you won. And the winner this month of a special prize from me to you is Angela, Angela Angela.rose. Angela says, as a hairstylist myself, being diagnosed with ADHD at the age of 39, I'm so glad I found you. Thank you for keeping it real and inspiring me to start my own podcast. I love that, Angela. So just reach out to us at hello at dawnbradley.com and let us know you heard this and that you're ready for your prize and we will send it out to you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this podcast I recorded in my car driving home from the most epic weekend ever. And I'm so excited because it's a bit more of a personal episode, but I'm sharing with you like some pretty big ahas. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I'm driving and on a road trip, I can get really deep in my thoughts and have some pretty big monumental like, whoa, yeah, that that just changed my life. And so I want you to get into some comfy clothes, get comfier or or just get ready wherever you're doing. Maybe you're on a walk or at the gym or whatever, but get ready to feel like we're on a road trip together. Maybe turn on some old tunes because I have got a treat for you today. And please excuse my lost voice. You'll know very quickly how I lost it this weekend, but get cozy and settle in to this episode of the Anxious Creative Podcast. I overthink. I overshare and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. All right. Can you tell by my voice that I had the most epic weekend of my life and I had to make a podcast about it? And this says, I mean, actually, it's going to have something to do with anxiety. I was going to say, it's nothing to do with me, anxious creative. This is just me hanging out with you. I am driving in my car right now, driving back from the most incredible weekend. And I really want to preface this with like a lot. I know a a lot of us can relate to like the workaholism where like we love what we do. You love what you do. I know I love what I do. And when I was behind the chair being a hairstylist, I loved it so much. And I got so much validation, which is partially why I loved it. People telling me how good I was, how I made them feel better. There was something about giving that to people, but also there's something about getting told that, that like really fed the ego. And if you haven't listened to the five-part series I did with Lindsay Mayuga a couple of years ago, a lot about like our ego needs to be fed by external sources to make us feel confident. But when you're truly, because you're insecure, but when you truly are confident, 
You don't need those external validations as much. But then people often misinterpret confidence as cockiness because you're not seeking validation. Anyway, I digress. I'm already off on a tangent. What was I even going? Anyway, this weekend, it was amazing. And oh yeah, workaholism. Wait, I was feeling extremely burnt out last week and I like just couldn't get anything done and I was beating myself up over it and I realized I need some time off. And I was, I was really beating myself up because I was like, well, I had time off, like my lung collapsed, but that's not time off, right? But then I was like, but it was time away from work and all this justification that I did in my head as to why I've had time off. And then realizing like, no, I need to do something for me. I don't work this hard to not enjoy my life. And like, I think that's the struggle and the tension we often have being in a creative industry is that what we do, we genuinely enjoy it. But we also need to find things that we enjoy that has nothing to do with creating an income. Because although what you do for a living may be something you would do for free or would do even if you didn't get paid, you still do it to create an income. So you need to find other things. And so what did I do this weekend? Well, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen. I went and saw two concerts of the Backstreet Boys and I met them and it was surreal. Like a meeting, going to their concerts, I've always loved. I've seen them. This has got to be close to 10 times now. And I am like a super fan when it comes to, to but like there was like a time where I didn't see them a lot. Like I saw them grade nine. And then I saw them again when I was like maybe 24. I don't even know what tour that would have been. Some on their Backstreet's Back tour. 24, maybe it was like their greatest hits if they had a tour. I'm not really sure. And then I saw them in 2006 in the UK. And then I wouldn't have seen them again until like 2013, I say. Yep, 2013. And then I saw them in 2019. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway. I've seen them a few times, and but I've never done a meet and greet. And I got so nervous. And this is where the anxiety part comes in. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to meet them. And like adult Don, 39-year-old Don was like, no, they're just other people. It's not that big of a deal. But like 12, 14, 15-year-old Don is like, oh my gosh, it's Nick Carter. I'm going to die. He needs to fall in love with me. And I was like really battling these two because I'm like, I'm not that girl anymore. They're not those boys anymore. It's just fascinating. And so a couple of people that I talked to, they're like, it goes by so fast. They'll try to rush you, keep your back to the photographer, try to talk to them as much as possible. And I knew kind of like the pose I wanted to do for the picture, but I really didn't know, like, I didn't think about like anything I wanted to say to them. So all of a sudden I go around and it's Howie and I'm like, hi. And AJ like puts his hand out to shake my hand. I'm like, hi. And then it's Nick Carter. And I'm like, ah. and I just turn around and I was like, oh guys, will you do something with me? And then I like asked them to do the pose, turn around, they take the picture and they're like, all right. And I was like, okay. And Kevin like shook my hand and <laughs> Brian shook my hand and I was like, oh, and then I was embarrassed. And I was like, that happened so quick. And I did, I froze. I completely froze. And when they say like your fight or flight or freeze, I am a freezer. Fight, flight or freeze, I freeze. And also I like, when I'm nervous, I don't come across as nervous. Like same when I'm, when I'm anxious, I don't look anxious. I look like I don't give a shit. Like I, I try to keep myself composed. And then what ends up happening is like trying to look like chill comes across as looking like I don't care. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this picture is going to be horrible. I mean, who cares? Like I was like, 
I'm embarrassed. I'm like, they're not even going to remember me. There was like 200 people. But then I was feeling like silly, like, oh, they're probably like, that girl was weird. And I was feeling disappointed in myself. Really, that's what it came down to is I was feeling disappointed in myself because it wasn't the interaction I wanted. And then I really battled because I was like, oh, I'm going to Saskatoon the next day to see them again. Should I get another meet and greet? And then I was like, oh, my goodness, like that money I'm going to spend. Like, is this stupid? What's my motivation? Am I wanting to have an impact on them? Am I wanting them to remember who I am? Like, what am I actually like? What's the purpose here? And I really had to like sit in it for a while and I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. And it was about 90 minutes until I had to like, until the meet and greet. And I was like, am I going to do it? Will I spend the money? This is a lot of money. And then I'm like, I don't work this hard not to do things. And then I thought about tomorrow morning, if I wake up tomorrow morning and I didn't do it, what would I feel? And I was like, I feel like I regret it. And I think there was, I was battling with this, like, what will people think that I spent this money again? Like people think it's crazy to spend money on meeting like the Backstreet Boys now in like 2022 when it's not at their peak. And I was like, who the F cares what other people think? What do I want? And I realized in that moment that I am still, and I hate to admit it because I want to be over this. I am still so controlled by the fear of what people might think of me. And I don't want to be, right? And I think it's really hard to to admit that. And it's funny because when I do admit these things, like I understand it and can see it. And people often will be like, they want to be like, but know that you're so da 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 da. And I'm like, no, 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 I get it. Like I can see it from all angles. And I'm not saying this from a place of insecurity. I'm saying it from a place of self-awareness of like, interesting. I thought that because I knew it, it, it wouldn't still be something I battled with. That it is still something. And I think we all are, if we're being honest with ourselves. Anyway, I have had, I don't drink caffeine generally, but this drive home, it's a six-hour drive home. I am a struggling. And so I had some caffeine. And as you can probably hear in my voice, also lost my voice from the two concerts. Like, because they were so amazing. I like screamed saying, that car just passed me in a hurry. I screamed saying the whole two concerts. And this today is Tuesday. I saw them Friday and Saturday night, Sunday. I was just like, it was blank when I tried to talk. Like nothing would come out, which tells you I had a good time. So I buy the meet and greet. I go and I, I meet up with some girls that I met, which like I realized I'm not as big a fan as I thought because I met some other people that have like been to like so many shows. Shout out to Steph though, one of my RY beers that I met up with in Edmonton. She's seen them, I think she said over 250 times. Steph's actually been on the podcast before, and we talked about our both being divorced. And she's just an amazing human being. If you don't follow Colored by Steph, on believe that's it. I'll put it in the show notes on Instagram. She's an amazing human being. But it was so cool to like meet up with a student of Rucker Business and hang out. She's the one that really like pep talked me for the mean greet. Anyway, so I met up with these other two ladies that I had met in Edmonton, and we decided to do the meet and greet together, which means then you go in as a group and you each get one photo opportunity. So they give you a little bit more time. And because I was like, I'm not, I want to be proud of myself. I want to be proud of how I dealt with this. I want to walk away. And here's the thing, like I felt like such an idiot. I'm like, these guys are going to be like, if they remember me from yesterday, they're going to be like, why is she back again? And then I was like, it's again, Don. who cares what they think? Do this for you. And it felt like, like a redemptive story in some way, which I know is silly. But there was something about, I felt like I effed it up. I felt like I messed up. I wasn't happy with it. And I was like, I will regret it until the next tour. 
And so I'm just going to do it now because I don't want to live with this like discomfort of feeling like I wasn't happy with how that went. I'm a little embarrassed to retry it because retrying right after you failed something or you feel you failed something is kind of like almost a walk of shame. But I was like, but I also don't want to wait like two, three, five, maybe never years until they tour again. So I'm just going for it. And uh, so I did it. And I just like felined it to Nick Carter and like put my arm around him. And the girls like did poses, which is cool. And we were supposed to do poses, but I was just like, he'd been sick. And I was like, how are you feeling? He's like so much better. And I was like, no, you don't sound that much better. Like trying to be all jokey and cute. And <laughs> we had like pictures and it was just like, I felt like, oh, I actually got to kind of have a conversation with them. Just great. Like, I mean, I should have been like, my name's Tom Bradley. Use my phone number. Call me if Lauren ever leaves you. Just kidding. Lauren seems like a wonderful human and he's got three beautiful kids. Like he seems like such a great dad, so involved. And then maybe that's probably what makes me more attracted to the Nick Carter of yesteryear that, I mean, I still, he's like still a 16 year old, like boy band boy with like that, like Bob type boy band haircut in my eyes. Um, and the concerts were so fun. And yeah, I just was like on cloud nine after. So I felt like regardless of if they, if I made any sort of impression on the Backstreet Boys, regardless of if they, what they thought, I was like really proud of how I did it the second time. And I think there's like so many lessons in that for like one, generally the first time you do something, you suck at it and you bomb at it because you've never done it before. And if you've never seen anyone else do it and like what's the main greets, you can't see other people doing it. They're like behind a screen and you go around. So you're not seeing other people have it done. And so I didn't know what to expect. I had zero expectations and I had no idea. And so how do I not feel like, I don't know what to do, like feeling like rushed and freezing and and whatever and so to be able to like do a redo the next day and feeling proud of it was like yes like as uncomfortable and as self-conscious and as like oh they're gonna think I'm weird and they're gonna be like oh this is shit from yesterday like regardless of if they even thought any of that or even if they even recognized so many people are they seeing I felt really proud of myself I felt good and I was like buzzing for like a good 48 hours I feel like I still am I'm like I have to go back to reality so hard but I felt really proud and I just feel like there's like so many different ways I could have like used this weekend and I probably will in the future use this weekend as a story of of redemption for yourself not for like it's not about making an impression on someone else but like forgetting about what other people might think or how they might see it or like oh my gosh that's like she bought it she went and met, did a meet and greet with like a boy band of the 90s twice like what a waste of my like all these things of like, what, what would the Backstreet Boys think of me? Like, how silly is that? Old people think of me for like doing two meet and greets. But like, who cares? I wanted, I needed to do what was going to make me proud and happy of myself. And, and, and like owning it and owning, yeah, I still freaking love the Backstreet Boys. I love Nick Carter. Like, it is what it is. I also understand that like, I don't actually know them. And I can't actually be in love with Nick Carter. <laughs> I, I'm aware enough of that. Uh, but like, just like, do whatever makes you happy. If it's not hurting anyone else, who cares? And also you and, and the whole layer of, I forget who said it to me and I'm sorry, who I'm going to go look at my DMs. But someone, actually, I think it's Jody Brown. She said, we don't work this hard not to go and enjoy life. Go spoil yourself. And it's true. And so Jody, I want to thank you for saying that to me. Because it was a moment of like, I don't, I don't do a lot of experiences a lot on things like this, on things that are kind of like, how would I, like, it's not a necessity. It's not, I mean, it like said my teenage like self, 
And I feel like I kept joking to people like, I can die happy now. Like my life is complete. I need nothing else in this world. I met the Backstreet Boys. I hugged Nick Carter. I had an exchange. I had a card. I didn't even say something to him. We like conversed, sort of. I guess it was like maybe three or four sentences, but I would say we conversed. It was good. I accidentally touched his bum and I'll <laughs> we'll share the city of explaining. It's so funny. So the first picture I had my arm around his back and then I like dropped my hand and it like brushed his bum. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, because I didn't want him to think that I was trying to like, you know, cop a feel. Does that, do you use the, do you use the phrase cop a feel when we accidentally touch something? I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't even know if he noticed. And then he was like, what are we doing for this picture? And I was like, I'm not really sure. Let's just embrace. <laughs> I did not say that. I was like, I don't really know. We can just like do this or whatever. It was fun. I'm reeling from it. And I mean, if this could be an encouragement, one, don't worry about embarrassing yourself. Think about will you, what will you regret more and what, how will you be more proud and push into the discomfort. Keep saying like, I'm a big deal and I can do hard things, which means like the fear of embarrassment, the fear of what other people think is such a strong motivator for us. But I was like, I don't want to live with the regret. I don't want to let the fear of what other people will think control an action so much that I end up living with the regret of something. Jeepers, I need to say that to myself again because that I feel like applies to so much in life. I don't want the fear of what other people may think, the fear of embarrassment, control me into a decision that will lead me into living in regret. Boom. There's my Instagram quote from this episode. <laughs> Truly, though. So, I mean, I hope that's encouraging. I hope this is a fun episode. If you love the Backstreet Boys, Please let me know and let's chat. And if you love this episode, let me know because it's very off the cuff. It's up, bumping up. I'm bumping other episodes for this one because as you can hear from my voice, I had the best time. It's so fun. And I'm curious. I'd love for you to come share with me on Instagram. Maybe take a screenshot of listening to this and share in your stories. But Instagram, like, what's one thing that you can do that you want to do for yourself that will... Like that you work, you work so hard. What's some, what's some experience you can go have that you would love to go have as a way of celebrating how hard you work? All right, that's it for this week of the Anxious Creative Podcast. And if you missed at the beginning, I am doing monthly giveaways to people who leave reviews. Bonus points if you take a screenshot and tag me over on the gram at Don Bradley Hair and at the Anxious Creative Podcast. But your reviews help get this out to more people and why not make it fun? I want to reward you for being an active listener. So go ahead and share this with your friends and family or someone you think might benefit from this episode. A Backstreet Boy fan, possibly. Maybe Nick Carter, let him hear about it. But m more so if you enjoyed this and you got something from it and you want to say thank you, go ahead and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. It means the world to me and who knows, maybe next month I'll be saying your name on the podcast and you will get a special gift from me. And I'm telling you, like, I like to give good gifts. So go ahead, leave the review and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know. I want your feedback. I want to know what episodes you love what episodes you want more of. So feel free to DM me or let me know any other way. All right, until next week's episode and hopefully my voice is back, stay weird, friend. <laughs>